0: Iran is falling apart. Democrats are searching for a new narrative and are being called out for supporting despotic systems, uh, regimes. This leads us to the big question. How stable is Iran? And uh, what does that mean to us? Supposedly, the articles of impeachment should be heading to the Senate, but the House still wants to interview John Bolton. Um, Not sure exactly where they're going with that, but we're going to let that go for now. Is this, but the big question is, is this garbage ever going to end? And my answer is probably not going to make a lot of people happy. And try this on for size Congresswoman Cardi B. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, Cory Booker dropped out of the Democratic presidential race. The only reason I'm even bringing that up is because I said he was going to be the next one. I think Tulsi is probably the one after. So let's just keep my guessing going on. I love it. There's so much news we can barely keep up. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. So there are going to be some things I'm going to be missing today because the newswire is just going absolutely haywire again. You'd think it would kind of slow down, but it's not. Okay, uh, I told you Cory Booker dropped out of the race. That's all you're going to hear because he was riding at 3%. Who cares? I I mean, seriously, the guy didn't have a chance. And I think we need to wait about 24 hours because then we get to hear about how he's black and that's why he wasn't elected. And uh, by the way, that was his only excuse to get elected as president was that he was black. So let's, let's go into Iran's absolutely falling apart right now. And you know what? There might be a couple of reasons why. Well, they they did attack Saudi Arabia's oil field. They did attack ships on the Strait of Hormuz. They did shoot down a United States um, drone. Uh, their economy is drowning because of sanctions. And um, the proxy wars that they have been participating in have been sucking more money out of their Um, more money out of their economy. Uh, They've shut off all social media and the people are not happy about it. I mean, we're going to talk about why Instagram is as important to an Iranian as it is to an American. Um, They're jailing women who refuse to wear hijabs. They're one of the only countries that are still actually doing that, not losing control. Um, They've killed between 1,500 and 2,000 protesters, again one of the reasons that Soleimani needed to die he was actually doing that there was an earthquake on top of their nuclear facility that they can't afford so who knows how that's going to turn out the second uh, cha- uh second set of um uh the second the second in charge of Iran and their lead terrorist is dead Soleimani And he didn't even have the consideration to die by a missile attack from a drone, from a robot in Iran. He had to die in Iraq, which was real suspicious, especially since he was with the Hezbollah leader who was actually in charge of the attack on the US embassy in Baghdad. So they're really having a hard time explaining that. Um, They had a weak response against the United States by basically sending 22 missiles, 20, 18 of them actually landed and they like hit a rock in the middle of Iraq after they had warned the United States about it. Um, and they had to make stuff up and the United States just basically, yeah, whatever, we're not attacking. If they attack us again, we'll send their 14 PT boats that make up their navy to the bottom of the sea. I mean they they're really worried now. More sanctions have been placed on them which is going to stop them from being able to export any type of raw resources. So they're basically living on nothing right now. And uh, they accidentally shoot down a Ukrainian passenger jet That killed 176 people, most of them Iranian citizens, most of them students, college students. They cover it up, they lie about it, and then they finally admit to it, and this is not going well. It's a wonder uh, the Iranian citizens aren't getting ticked. Oh, that ticked by now. Oh, that's right, they are. So, thousands of Iranian students took to the streets and started protesting the Iranian regime. Now, mind you, they were protesting the Iranian regime. They were protesting the mullahs. They were protesting the government. They were shouting death to the Islamic Republic dictatorship. They were calling for the Ayatollah to resign. This isn't good. Um, The women were not wearing their hijabs. They were just with their hair down which, by the way, is worthy of getting yourself thrown in prison in Iran. Posters of Soleimani for his greatness in Iran to celebrate this martyr being killed by the great Satan, the United States, were being ripped off the wall, shredded. People were climbing 30 feet onto light poles to rip those um, posters down. Finally, (coughs) in the biggest insult, Iran actually paints uh, flags of the United States and Israel on the ground so that the citizens can walk over those. That includes on stairs. There is film of these people actually walking around that. In other words, they refuse to trample on the flags of Israel and the United States. There is actually one video of stairs having the flag of the United States. The guy took three steps down, then walked back up and walked down the handrail so that he would not step on the flag of the United States. This is not good. These citizens are not happy. Last we heard, this all happened, by the way, last night and today, uh, apparently, as of right now, the army has the uh, Iranian army and Revolutionary Guard have actually broken up the protests. But there has been rumor of gunfire and tear gas. There has been no talks of injuries or deaths. We don't know if that's happened yet. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bongino rule and say that all of that is rumor. The tear gas thing, I can believe. The gunshot thing, I can also believe, but that's a rumor yet. We don't know, so we're not going to um, we're not going to really uh, guess as to what happened there. But President Trump, who has openly supported the protesters and he sees this as and I do too, as the best way for the Israeli the Israeli the Iranian government to be overthrown, tweeted the following. You can read up here. Quote to the leaders of Iran. Do not kill your protesters, all in caps, because it's important. Thousands have already been killed or imprisoned by you, and the world is watching. More importantly, the USA is watching. Turn your internet back on and let your reporters roam free. Stop the killing of the great Iranian people. In other words, Donald Trump is really pushing Soleimani. How is he pushing Soleimani? He's pushing Soleimani to the table. It's time for Sole. It's Soleimani. Excuse me. The Ayatollah Rouhani. It's time to get the Ayatollah Rouhani to the table, and the Ayatollah Rouhani is losing options here. He either kills his people, which would create more protest. There was a scholar, an Iranian scholar, and if you go to uh, com, I have the link. It said that the Iranian government has not been so weak since the Shah was deposed back in 1979, that this government is ripe to be toppled. And then it, things just get worse for him. Um, the lone female medal, Olympic medalist, I'm going to butcher this name and I'm sorry, Kimia Alice Day decided to defect to Europe protesting the treatment of women in the government. Now, mind you, she's protesting the treatment of women. She's the gal who won the Taekwondo bronze medal in 2016. She, got, uh, she had to wear a hijab during the actual fight. So you, I bet you a dollar. The second she got to Europe, she ripped that damn thing off her head. Um, maybe she didn't because there, you can still be a moderate Islamist and still want to wear the hijab. Uh, I used to live with Islamist uh, Muslims. They were moderates. They weren't hardcore, um, but they were fundamental. They did celebrate, and, and the gal I lived with, she wouldn't wear the hijab in front of me all the time because I was considered family, but she did wear the hijab every time. when When my girlfriend, Josie, ex-girlfriend, whatever she is, when she used to come over, she would throw the hijab on her. But with me, she took it off. So she's kind of moderate. So she's decided not only to defect to Europe. Her main goal is to end up in the United States. Well, how is that for just ouch? I mean, that's got to absolutely hurt. And that was from the Huffington Post. That was not from the Daily Wire, who I usually like to go through. Um, so, Wow. The Democrats continue to sludge through this. They really are having a problem. And it's all the Democrats, the left-wingers, like Ilhan Omar, AOC, uh, Rashida Tlaib, um, Ringo, uh, Ayanna Presley, of the squad, they're still really pushing that this is complete injustice for Iran and crap like that. People are roasting them on Twitter. They are not getting the support I think they thought they would be getting. Well, Nancy Pelosi is really trying to create a narrative. And see, here's the thing. The Democrats need to create a new narrative. They're trying to change history, is essentially what they're doing. They're trying to find a reason that President Trump killing a terrorist leader that every military officer said was a terrible human being. Everybody says a terrible human being. They're trying to find a way to make it that what Trump did was bad. And what's worse, they are trying, now they've got to compete with Iranian protesters that want to overthrow the government. So uh, Nancy Pelosi this weekend on This Week with George Stephanopoulos or Stephanopoulos or Stegosaurus, I don't know what it is, Uh, The Clinton guy, the guy who was hiding um, the uh, affair with uh, Monica, uh, Monica, whatever her name is. um, She had an interview and he asked her, what do you think about the protesters in in Iran? Do you think they're right? What do you think about that? Her answer was, let's just say, uh, less than forward. We get there. We're seeing now demonstrations in the streets of Iran against the regime. Do you support those protesters and would it be a good thing if they brought the regime
1: down? Well, the regime, the protesters are are protesting, as I understand it, this brand of protesters about the fact that that plane went down and many students uh, were on that plane, and these are largely students in the street. I think the Iranians should have not had commercial flights going off when there they're was they're calling
0: a- out the regime for lying, they're saying death to Khomeini as well. Yeah, well, whatever
1: it is. But the fact is this, the, the there were protesters in the streets before against the regime. After the taking out of Soleimani, there were protesters in the street joined together as you know, against us. That wasn't good. Taking down this plane is a terrible, terrible tragedy. And they should be held accountable for letting commercial flights go at a time that was so so dangerous. Uh, but there are different reasons why uh, people are in the street,
0: uh, of course. Let me tell you something. Um, they didn't have Stephanopoulos in screen, in picture at that time. And I think there's a reason. I would love to see how many teeth he dodged, how many dentures he actually dodged. Because she kept fluttering all over the place trying to figure out how she was going to answer. You know stuff was flying out of her mouth. I, this gal, not only did she not answer, here, here's here's what she should have answered. And she knows this is how she should have answered. Um. Yes, it's a good thing that a terrorist government is threatening to be overthrown. Yes, it was a good thing that Kassem Soleimani was killed. Yes, it is a good thing that what Donald Trump did. But you can't do that because Orange Man Mad, that's what it is. She can't even bring the words in to come up with an actual narrative. There is nothing she can say. Every narrative they've come up to—it's the United States' fault that this plane was taken down because we escalated tensions. No, we never bombed Iran. We bombed a terrorist general in Iraq during a terrorist attack while he is sitting with a Hezbollah with the the man in charge of Hezbollah. Can't use that excuse. Can't use the excuse that or. I uh, I don't know what other excuses there are. I, I just, I don't understand what else they can say. They can't sit there. I mean, they did use the excuse, well, Soleimani was a hero in Iran. Well, the protesters are showing that he's not a hero in Iran. They hate him. There are 2,000 students out there that are protesting. Here's the problem with narrative, and we're going we're gonna to talk about this in a separate podcast, and we're going to spend an entire half hour, maybe a little longer on this. Narratives are a way, are revisionist history. I, I'm just finishing right now an audiobook called Debunking Howard Zinn by Mary Graber. And who Howard Zinn was, he was a, well, um, he was a quote historian. He wasn't really, but he was a radical SJW um Activist. That's what he was. And he wrote a revisionist history of the United States that became horribly popular. It actually became more popular than some fiction writings. Even though if you read this and you understand what he wrote, a lot of it was fiction. He conveniently forgot, left certain things out of American history. He left certain things in American history. This book became so important into the United States in the 1990s and 2000s, it was actually a textbook in high schools and colleges, and it was complete crap. We're going to talk about that book once I'm finished. But see, that's what a narrative is. It's changing history. Hey, nothing changes that Iran's government is a fundamental theocracy. The mullahs are horrid people that are doing nothing but trying to keep power that the mullahs are terrorists that are trying to spread terrorism through proxy wars and chicken garbage terrorist attacks here and there. Soleimani was the lead terrorist for the mullahs. He was the second in command behind the Ayatollah Rouhani. He's terrible. So to sit back and and try and make some false history here, it's going to be hard. You're going to have to wait 20 or 30 years before that even takes place. Because it's just not going to work out. So let let me talk about what I think is going on in Iran. And I've said this more than once. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to explain it a little bit. I know a lot of Iranians, Persians. And you know, here's the thing they're not pro-Mullahs. The Iranians have always been progressive. They have been progressive since the, and I'm not talking progressive, they look, they've been secularized. They actually look beyond the constraints of fundamentalist theocracy. And they were like that since the 50s. The Shah of Iran was living proof of that. The Shah of Iran was a very progressive guy. Hey, the Iranians want, a new, the mullahs want nuclear weapons now. They could have had them in the 80s. Because the United States was giving them the technology in the 70s. But the mullahs decided to go full fundamentalist. They didn't want anything to do with Western civilization. They overthrew the Shah. And by the way, the Shah was an ass. Let's call it. He was a playboy. He spent more time in the United States than, uh, in his Beverly Hills mansion than he did in Iran. He was a crappy leader. So it is what it is. I, it, it's not a shock the mullahs overthrew. It's much like uh, what it was like in, in Cuba when you got that. He was still a dictator, but he was friendly with the United States. And then Castro overthrew him. It's the same thing. But the, the Iranians have always been very progressive. Well, the mullahs in the last 40 years have taken them back. Now they're shutting down their internet. They're taking away their technology. These students do see what the United States is because of social media, because of the internet. They don't want this. And they are the majority. The, The fundamentalists are not the majority in Iran. And that's why they are such a weak country. And that's why when you see protests like this, when you see the protests of last month where there were... 200 cities had protests. People were killed. 15 to 2,000 2, people were killed. 1,500 to 2,000 people were killed. You see that you don't need intervention from the United States or any other country. The United States doesn't have to do a darn thing in Iran. They're going to do it themselves. They're going to do it through revolution. And that is coming. The Arab Spring did not end with Libya and Egypt and all those other countries. It's going to hit Iran, and it's hitting Iran now. Because people are beginning to see the piece of crap country that they actually are. I, I wasn't even going to bring this up today, but I will. I'll spend a grand total of 40 seconds on it. So now Nancy Pelosi is threatening to actually call John Bolton to the house. This is a tricky little strategy. I don't even know if it's a strategy. Everything she's done has failed. I it doesn't make any it does make sense actually, but so essentially what's happened was John Bolton said he would testify if he was subpoenaed, which by the way is pretty normal. But uh, President Trump has basically said, yeah, well, I'm going to claim executive privilege. And that he has all rights to do that. And by the way, John Bolton doesn't have anything special to say. John Bolton didn't like Trump's foreign policy. Uh, John Bolton is a hawk. He's a neocon. He likes war. That's him. Trump's completely the opposite. Even John Bolton has said that Trump's actions in the last couple of weeks have been pretty awesome. So, I I don't know what Bolton was actually going to say, but the idea is he probably wasn't going to say much. So, this is going to be a waste. But, so... President Trump said, yeah, he'll declare executive order, executive uh, executive privilege, and because Bolton and him were talking about things that the United States just doesn't need to know about for security purposes. And that's not a shock. I actually thought that all of the witnesses actually went down that road. The president talks to someone about something important, whether you like it or not, that's between you and the president. For national security's sake, the world shouldn't know about it. Well, Nancy Pelosi heard that, and now she wants to call John Bolton. And essentially what she's going to do is if John Bolton flips her the bird, it's to sit back and and say, oh, see? Obstruction of Congress. No, that's not obstruction of Congress. Obstruction of Congress isn't even a law, to be honest with you. It's obstruction of justice, or it's not. I don't, we don't know where she's going. So she did this. It just seems like the house can't let it go. They're going to lose this. They should lose this. They have no business. They had no business impeaching him. They had absolutely no laws. He. They found him not to break any laws. This is This whole thing is just really dumb. So, okay, good for her. But, you know, one of the things I've discovered is... I really need to end a podcast on an up note and what I, that up note should be just a really stupid story. And there were a few, I mean, I could have, I could have picked, for example, the chick who threw menstrual blood at a bunch of senators for feminism. She actually got indicted today and is looking at felonies and things like that. Ill but this one takes the cake and it involves one of our great one of our greatest intellectual artists of our time Cardi B so Cardi B a few weeks ago you may have read this you may have not you may not care you may not know who Cardi B is because As far as artistic uh, abilities, she's a moron. Her music's terrible. It's the same. And if it weren't for the the fact that she could flap her butt cheeks like a a frickin' bird flaps his wings, she would not even be in the news. She would not even be an artist. She's absolutely a horrid human being. Yes, this is the Cardi B that was a hooker, a stripper, a hooker, and used to drug John's and then have threesomes with transsexuals. And then when they woke up, she would tell them, oh, by the way, you had a threesome with a transsexual. And then she'd steal their money. She's just, a, this is a terrible human being. So she decided after Trump bombed kesem uh, Soleimani, <coughs> that she was going to try and get citizenship to Nigeria. Which, by the way... That would be another good reason to bomb Soleimani. Let her go to Nigeria. That's great. Yeah, well, I guess Nigeria accepted her. They said, oh, come on over. We'll take you. Yeah, no problem. Be with the tribes. Blah, 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 blah. Well, I guess she discovered the extreme poverty, the extreme crime. They are warring over the time. The pollution counters that of any fourth world nation. And... They're corrupt as all sin. And she decided to step back from that. In other words, she discovered Nigeria was the s hole that Trump has been saying. Haiti, Nigeria, Yemen, they all are crap holes. And so she decided, okay, I'm not going to leave the United States. Instead, she decided that her vast experience as a stripper, hooker, and rapper gives her the ability to run for Congress. So yesterday, she posted this on Twitter, quote, "I think I want to be a politician. I really love government, even though, THO, I don't agree with government. She spelled government wrong." In the next post, like I was watching war documentaries, No matter how many weapons a country have, you need people. I'm sorry, I don't read stupid. So for some reason, she's got spaces between her exclamation point. Anyway, continue. How are you trying to go against a country and possibly start a war when this country lacks patriotism? I barely see people claiming they love capitals being American. You know why? Because she's with a bunch of people that don't like being American. She's hanging out with musicians. She's hanging out with Hollywood people who hate America. And all have the same narrative. I tell you what, Cardi, come hang out with me. Trust me, you'll have reasons to love America. I, I, you you, sit, you elitist driving in your Mercedes Benz, living the life because you can shake your butt cheeks, are, do not know what an American is. But, you know, Cardi's got a problem. Cardi's got some problems. The first one, she's probably going to have to resolve first before uh, she actually runs for Congress. I do feel like I go back to school and focus up. I can be part of Congress. Okay, let me read that again, because maybe I just read this wrong. I do feel like if I go back to school. Okay, I, I did mess it up. And focus up. I can be part of Congress. I didn't mess that up. That's bad English. And she's got spaces everywhere. She's terrible. I deadass have so much ideas that make sense. I deadass have so much ideas that make sense. Nice. I just need a couple years of school and I can shake the table along with that Booty, yeah. I can't imagine her first speech in front of Congress. She gets up there, she's wearing that tight stuff, she's wearing that things, and she turns around and she just starts twerking all over the place. Booty flying all over the place with the freaking straps that are or the fringes that she wears all the time. To- oh my god. Listen, she may be lacking an education and like don't speak no good. Like, but she knows how to ask questions. By the way, that's how she talks. I'm not being stereotyping anyone. That's how she speaks. Listen to her rap videos. All I would need to make it correct is drop an F-bomb, drop a B-bomb, and say the N-word about eight times. And then I'd be talking like Cardi B. And I'm not going to do that. She does support. She does have a conscience. She supports Bernie Sanders, and that's not a shock, as most mental giants like her do support Bernie Sanders. Of course, Bernie, who is really trying to be that um, that lantern for the young people is all in. He takes her in. And she interviewed him. And it was one of the most intelligent interviews I have actually ever seen. Let's listen to about a minute of it. This is Senator Bernie Sanders. I am with Cardi B. We're at the 10 Nail Bar in Detroit, Michigan, talking about some of the most important issues that impact you.
1: Don't you ever feel like scared that like, these people that run drug companies and these schools, you know, it's all a business. And it's like, are you scared that you will get so many powerful people upset? (laughs) I don't know.
0: Cardi, that's what I've been doing my whole life.
1: (laughs) All right guys, so this is Cardi and Bernie, and we're out here in Detroit at the Tent Nail Bar. Cause you know, I love nails. You know what I'm saying? A couple of weeks ago, I asked my followers, what type of questions would you like to ask a democratic candidate? Let's go, baby.
0: (laughs) That was an 11 minute interview. And you could see the just, that just dripped of intellectualism, didn't it? I like, you know, like you got skyd uh, I, I can't even fake her. She is so bad. She's so stupid. But, <clears throat> I mean, this is where we've become. We have already had a, a president who is an actor. We've had a president who is a reality TV star. Why not have her? I mean, screw it. Oh, but she's going to... She's going to have some problems cuz she's already flip-flopping on the issues. She's already flip-flopping on the issues. Listen, listen to Cardi. Just go off on uh the taxes thing. I mean, my god. We I cannot believe that anyone can support her after this major flip-flop. All right,
1: so you know the government is taking 40% of my taxes and uncle sam i want to know what you're doing with my tax money because you know what i'm saying like when you donate like when you donate to a kid from a foreign country they give you updates of what they doing with your donation i want to know what you're doing with my tax money because I'm from New York and the streets is always dirty. We was voted the dirtiest city in America. What is y'all doing? There's still rats on the damn trains. I know y'all not spending it in no damn prison because y'all be giving niggas like two underwears, one jumpsuit for like five months. So what is y'all niggas doing with my money? What is y'all doing with my money? I want to know. I want receipts. I want everything. I want to know what y'all niggas doing with my money. What is y'all niggas doing with my money? Uncle Sam, I want to know what the fuck you're doing with my mother. Everything. I want to know what y'all niggas doing with my fing. What is y'all niggas doing with my fing? Uncle Sam, I want to know what the fuck you're doing with my fing. Motherf-
0: that was last year. That was last year. I mean, apparently. Okay, first off, she got a tax cut this year under Trump, but she hates Trump because. She he bombed a terrorist, and I I'm pretty sure she can't say terrorist. Two, do you notice I wasn't that wrong? The f bombs dropping, the n word dropping. She didn't say the b word that often, but I mean she was dropping everything. And third, when did she think it was a good idea supporting Bernie, who wants to raise taxes on everybody between sixty and ninety percent? She's complaining about forty percent taxes. I pay 37% taxes. Not anymore. Now I pay like 34. But she's paying 40% taxes. What is she complaining about? She's worth millions. I mean, I guess you gotta, you can't expect much from um, stripper, hooker, rappers with sixth grade educations. Maybe when she gets her eighth grade diploma, she'll be a lot more intelligent. (laughs) No, she won't. I oh, this, this, this gal, I mean, my God, she's such a garbage human being. She is such a garbage human being. Is this where this country has come? Oh, it's so sad. Uh, I tell you what, you can watch the videos, the full videos. Actually, that was the full video. You can watch the full videos on dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. We are, are we are going to be going off this week because tomorrow we got to talk entertainment. There's some entertainment. The Oscars were released. That's awesome. Major scandal in baseball. My Dodgers should have won the 2017 World Series. We got to talk about that. And, of course, and I'm watching it right now, the, oh, that was a nice hit. We are watching right now the college uh, college championship game. And so far it's 0-0. But we got to talk about that. So tomorrow, it's not going to be about politics, unless I don't know there's a nuke dropped on China or something. We're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about sports entertainment. Okay, you can follow me on Twitter at Run RunninFool, r u n n i n f e w l. You can listen or download this podcast on pod, uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and YouTube. The Vcast will be published tomorrow morning on or I'm sorry, Tuesday morning on YouTube. Just search for Dumbasses Talking Politics. Uh, and take a look at my website. Take a look at all of the links, all of the references, all of the p- any pictures, any full videos. I've got full videos on DumbassesTalkingPolitics.com. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs>